This podcast is about the hidden, small, and less talked about histories of Fort Collins, Colorado. Hello and welcome. My name is Marie and I'm a master's student at Colorado State University. And in this episode, we'll be exploring the Native American history of Northern Colorado, specifically focusing on the Cashlapooter Valley and highlighting a prominent Arapaho leader, Chief Friday, who lived in the region from the mid to late 1800s. When you think about the history of Fort Collins, what are the first things that come to mind? Maybe that it was established in 1864 as a military fort? Or maybe you think of the silver and gold mining rush in the late 1800s. What if I told you that people have actually been here for as far back as 13,000 years ago, and that Fort Collins actually has a deep ancient human history that began long before the 1800s? This deep history can be explored through archaeology and oral history. Archaeology is a study of materials from the past, while oral histories are verbal stories and traditions that are passed down from generation to generation. Using these two lines of exploration and from historical documentation, we know that the Cashlapooter Valley region is home to the ancestral Cheyenne, Arapaho, and Ute tribes. These native groups are known to have hunted and gathered in the larger Fort Collins area, including the foothills, hogbacks, and the plains as part of their seasonal rounds for tens of thousands of years. Even though there are well-known ancient sites all across Fort Collins, there are very few stories about these people and even less regarding specific individuals within these tribes that make it into history books. But there is one Arapaho man who is fairly well-known. He has many documented names, including his Arapaho name, Orshanin, or the names that most white settlers refer to him by as William Friday or Chief Friday. In terms of his birth date and place, Both details have been contested and argued, but Friday himself reports that he was born in the Rocky Mountains, and by the 1860s he was living in the Cashlapooter Valley. Some of these questions about the details of his birthplace would later become problematic in his life as he tries to establish a permanent home and reservation for the Arapaho tribe along the Cashlapooter River. Chief Friday first enters the written record in 1831, when Thomas Fitzpatrick, a French fur trapper, meets him along the Santa Fe Trail. This is where Friday receives his name, as he was found on a Friday. After this, Thomas Fitzpatrick adopts him and brings him back to St. Louis, Missouri, where he lived at the time. Friday stayed with Fitzpatrick in St. Louis, where he attended school and spent most of his formative years. From from his time there, he learned to speak English very well and was later well known for his communication skills and often served as an interpreter as he came across various travelers in the West, including famous explorers like John Fremont. When Friday was in his early 20s, he left Missouri and traveled back to Colorado and reunited with his parents and the rest of his tribe. It is at this time that historical documents discussing his whereabouts become become rather infrequent, and there are only intermittent writings that talk about a vague band of Arapahoes and their leader, who we assume is Friday, that are seen to roam about the upper waters of the Cashlapooter and the Big Thompson River Valley. Throughout the rest of William Friday's life, he was a leader in negotiations of numerous treaties between the United States government and the Arapaho and Cheyenne tribes. Although he was never a chief, this is probably where the title of chief was given to him by Euro-Americans. Friday was one of three delegates to go to Washington to the Great Indian Council in 1851, and in that same year he participated in the signing of Fort Laramie in Wyoming. It was during this treaty that much of the Front Range and Eastern Plains where Fort Collins is today were set aside as Northern Arapaho territory. Unfortunately for Friday and his people, over the next few years these political boundaries and treaties were continuously ignored by white settlers who continued to encroach into the region. In 1861, at the Treaty of Fort Wise, Friday is noted to have requested for the Cashlapooter Valley to be the official reservation of the Arapaho. But of course, once again, This request was not permitted as the valley was thought to be some of the most, quote, prime real estate in the Colorado Territory, but only for white settlers. 
Following the denial of the Cashlapoota reservation, it is unknown exactly when Chief Friday leaves, or rather is pushed out of the Fort Collins area. One of the last documented sightings of him in the area is written by the then Colorado Territory Governor Alexander Cummings in a report to the commissioner on January 9, 1867. He states that Friday has been living with the remnant of his band on Cashlapooter near Fort Collins and has been fed from that post until its discontinuance. By 1869, Friday and the Arapahoe tribe are seen in the southern Wyoming, and by 1878, they moved to the Wind River Reservation after the Shoshone chief granted temporary accommodations. He died only a few years later in 1881 on the reservation where he is presently buried in an unmarked grave. Much of this Native American past is undiscussed in Fort Collins history. But as you might imagine, it is important for people to have an understanding of their historical lineage. You can probably think of many places that are important to you in your family history. No matter how long ago you once lived in Fort Collins, it probably holds a special place in your heart. The beautiful mountains and the wonderful community, this is a place of significance to anyone who has made Fort Collins their home. In a similar way, descendants of the Arapaho Cheyenne and Ute tribes regard Fort Collins and the Cashlapooter Valley as their homelands. Henry Friday, great-grandson of Chief Friday, in a recent interview said that, quote, this was our homeland a long time ago. When I come back down, it feels like home, you know? Thanks for joining me in a discussion of Chief Friday and the Native American history of Fort Collins, Colorado. If you are interested in more hidden histories of Fort Collins, check out the rest of this podcast series, ranging from topics like the history of Prohibition and underground tunnels in Old Town Fort Collins.